Welcome to What's the Deal? It's our investment banking podcast on Making Sense, the hub for JP Morgan corporate and investment bank podcasts. In each episode of What's the Deal, we'll be exploring the trends that drive deal making today and see what's really transforming industries the world over, from tech disruption to geopolitics and more. Hello, everyone. I'm Stefan Pavli. I'm the head of JP Morgan in Germany. And in this special episode of What's the Deal, I'm joined by Bastian Nominacher, the co-founder and co-CEO of enterprise software company Celonis. Founded in 2011, Celonis has become really a household name in the process mining tech space, using real-time data and AI to help businesses discover inefficiencies in their operations that the human eye might frankly miss. The company is headquartered in Munich and in New York, with 23 offices worldwide, and the company was recently valued at around $13 billion. Bastian, big thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Stefan. It's really great to be here. Excellent. We are getting together ahead of the annual JP Morgan Techstars Conference in London, which is really our flagship high-growth company conference. And we are really excited to do this in person back in London again. And I'm also very excited having you and your team there. Yeah, that will be really awesome coming together with the community of all the investors back again in person. I'm very much looking forward to that. And we'll have around 50 companies there, so it'll be a fantastic event. So diving into the story of Silonis Bastian, where does the name actually come from? We spend a lot of time thinking about all the planet names and Greek gods and everything. And we derived it from the Greek god of Tselos to strive because we always want to strive for the best. Like the English word seal is actually also derived from that name. And we added the NIS to make it flow better. But when we went to the notary in Germany, if you incorporate a company, you need to go to the notary. On the way, actually, my co-founder's sister, Nina Rinke, called us and said, hey, if your name is Celonis with a set in front, you will always be the last on every list. So that's why on the notary documents, actually, we crossed it out and changed it to Celonis. You've come such a long way since launching way back in 2011. But for listeners who aren't that familiar with the term process mining or your company, maybe we could just kick things off with an intro and you tell how you got started and what exactly process mining is about, please. Absolutely. And it all started almost 11 years ago based on our research at TU Munich because we were doing a research project for the local media firm, the Bavarian Broadcasting Company. And me and my two co-founders, Martin, who's a computer scientist, Alex is a mathematician, we were all fairly technical, but we had gotten really um, the task of optimize an incident process, an IT service process, when a printer breaks down or password. So we went into it, we did interviews, brown paper sessions, but we quickly found out you cannot make a real difference by just this means. You ask 10 people, you get 12 different opinions, but there is a wealth of data available. And we knew from our research, actually reading a paper in the library from a Dutch professor called Will van der Alst of so-called process mining algorithms, which is like an X-ray machine for processes. You load in the data, you apply sophisticated machine learning, and you really see how a company's business process are running. So that's why we thought it's perfect, the use case as well as the business problem at hand and the data that we have. So we locked ourselves up for three months in my flat and wrote the first version of Celonis. And I can still remember like yesterday, how excited they have been when we went to the conference room of the Baron Broadcasting Company about seeing the business process. And this was much more simple what Celonis can do today. We had to bring hundreds of printouts because the performance was not yet as high, could not be done in real time. But we were able to cut down the resolution time from five days to less than one. We saw this value. 
they were also so excited they want to use it. And this would give us the courage to build Celonis because we saw there's customers out there. And very quickly over the next years, we saw there's immense potential across all the different types of industries. Other customers like Siemens or Bayer were quickly following and realizing business cases often double or triple digit million area. And this has allowed us at Celonis to really grow since our foundation in 2011 at a rapid pace. Today, more than 2,500 enterprise customer deployments are relying us. And we have been really been able to create the category of process mining and then later as well as execution management. And we are honestly just getting started. There's so much data and customers out there. And this is what keeps us driving, really help all these customers make the most out of the data. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely amazing. You know, fantastic development in your company over the years and, and the success is clearly on your side for very good reasons. How is Celonis really used in practice? I mean, how are companies using your platform and is it like a one-off or is it like a recurring type relationship that you're building up with customers? So Celonis really works in a way you plug our technology on top of the customer's IT system. So ERP systems like SAP or Oracle or CRM systems like Salesforce. We take this data and put it live into our cloud-based system where our algorithms use the data of thousands of deployments to really make sense what's really going on. So as an executive, I can see how my supply chain process is executing, how my customer service process is going. And really where there is deviations, for example, where I lose a lot of time, where it takes like three times as long as that I expect, where there's a lot of manual touches. I was meeting this week actually with a large automotive supplier, and they really want to completely transform how they run their supply chain, particularly in the current macroeconomic environment. With Celonis, they get this transparency, but also they see these levers where this can be applied. And it sounds like you work with clients, you start a relationship. And you really stay in there, right? That there seems to be a continuous conversation then following initial initial deals, right? Yeah, completely. Like this is really like when we pulled process mining out of academia, it was a one-time technology, but our customers, 99% use this on a continuous basis. The same way as if you get a fitness studio subscription, you will only maintain this very high process quality and the financial savings if you use this in a day-to-day business, if you embed it in your methodology, the fabric, how you run your business. That's fantastic. And you talked about the growth in your company and, and I think we can mention sales have doubled in the last year. Can you just talk a little bit about what has been driving that growth and the rapid growth in customer interest in, in process mining? Yeah, I think the customer, and we have been seeing over several years, triple digit growth rates simply because of the high value driven by our customers. So customers just seeing if they invest in technology, they get a very high return, be it on their bottom line, be it in their cash flow and others. And this is, if you go onto the Celonis website, you see our core values. And the most prominent one is we live for customer value. Putting money into our technology means companies can realize this impact and that's what an end is driving it. And that's um, even I think what allowed us to bootstrap the company for the first five years, because we had quickly a technology that provides return that is focused to business stakeholders and allows them to get a better grip on their business. And what does your target customer look like? Are you comfortable giving any names maybe as well? The amazing thing, like from a pure business opportunity, this is relevant for any industry and any type of process. So this uh, can be relevant, for example, for automotive companies like BMW in their production lines, but also if you ride with an Uber today and you have a customer service incident, the loans technology sits in the background, but also for large supply chains for companies like Siemens or Honeywell using our technology. 
or digital native companies like Splunk or ServiceNow in the way they onboard their customers. Literally everywhere where their processes, Celonis can be used. And this is also why we have so much work to do and why our company is growing so much. Typically, this is really a C-suite discussion. So the chief financial officer, the CEO, the COO or the CEO are really driving this next to the, yeah, the business process owners, like for example, the head of procurement, the head of shared service. In the end, the people who are responsible really to run the processes and the business are our customers. So this is not an IT-driven conversation, but really a business-driven conversation, how they optimize their processes. And you talked about the execution management system, really your, your flagship product. Are you intending to add new product suites or new solutions in the near-term future to your lineup? So not necessarily new products, but really making the execution system more powerful, make it more easy to bring data in, make it more mean out of the data, the type of integrations, the usability. This is where we really pour our investment into it. And that's why also over the last 12 months, we have again more than doubled our engineering capacity, brought in strong leaders, like for example, Baish and Ariel, helping us to bring this to the next level. Because I firmly believe we are just getting going. We have tapped into less than 1% of our target addressable market. And if you see the volumes, how the data are growing and what the customers are doing, it's mind-boggling. And projecting this out four, five, six years in the future is super exciting. And that's what really motivates us at Celonis. No, that's, that's absolutely amazing. And can you give maybe our listeners a little bit of a view in terms of the type of industries and how you're marketing Celonis and how you're trying to grow the product base if you think about the key sectors or industries out there? Yeah, the technology itself is very like, industry agnostic, but the use cases really depend on the different type of industry. So I touched on automotive, traditionally very successful Celonis customers. So BMW, very successful Celonis customers who are using it across more than 50 different processes and today touching more than 80% of all the BMWs being produced in an annual basis. And this can be, for example, use case in the production itself. So for example, improving production throughput, reducing waste on, the, for example, in the coating, unnecessary steps, holes in the production. But, but it can also be, let's take another industry, telco companies. Many large telco companies use Celonis. Deutsche Telekom had tremendous success a business case with more than 70 million euro a year realized in their procurement area, where they were able to basically cut down on uh, discount losses, just getting a much tighter grip how they drive this important process, where they can basically, when they pay uh, invoices early, they can realize the cash discount, making sure that they uh, able to do that. And this is a mind-boggling number, and you can look it up when you actually look at the presentation of Chimney, how we outlined it, improving cash flow by more than 1.3 billion US dollars. So this is an enormous amount of money, which they then directly can put into research, which they can drive in. I know you're a banker, so you know what, what a company can do with 1.3 billion. And this is not, not a loan or something like this. this is really cash that has been bound in the operation and by the use of Celonis gets available for investments or for other type of improvements. I think, first of all, your passion is, I think, coming coming through this conversation, which is fantastic. And it's a reflection of the success, of course, and the quality of the product that you guys have built. And do you see a difference in take-up in terms of you know what's happening in the US versus Europe and Asia? Actually not. We were initially, when we do our internationalization, as Salonis was founded in Munich, Germany, we thought maybe process is just a German-related thing, but companies are hungry across the planet for the digital transformation and business process optimization. 
And so we see the same demand and usage in US companies, in our Japanese customers, in Germany, the UK, in France. So there's not a, actually a big variance and the business problems are actually the same. And this allows us actually to quite very nicely help these customers and scale because they can tap into knowledge of early customers. For example, financial service, initially a market that was not so quickly to uh, grow because the systems are very complex, but over the last years has been our fastest growing market segment, in particular in the United States. But then financial services, banks like in Europe and Japan, also similar issues like with KYC, how they run their loan origination processes or others. In the end, it's always the same. They want to run a business, they have a strategy, they have customers out there, and they just need to find an efficient way of serving them. And what are the constraints in terms of growth that you see? I mean, what's limiting your growth potentially? What are you concerned about? So um, first of all, I'm not concerned. I think it's a, a great opportunity that we have, but the market is so large and we have only a limited ability to grow the company despite doubling each year. And it's probably mostly related around talent, getting the best engineers, getting the best data scientists, solution engineer, account executives to help our customers, also preserving really this culture of excellence and culture. So we are very well funded from a financial perspective. We have a very scalable technology, but this is why we also have this focus, particularly on the very large companies, because they also have the highest scale in applying that. You've mentioned your financial strength already and turning to financing, you've announced a billion dollar raise about a year ago, and you've just added another $400 million in equity as well as, of course, your revolving credit facility with about $600 million. So there's a lot of firepower for sure. Maybe you could talk a little bit about your plans, how you want to use the capital from a growth standpoint, both organically and potentially M&A. Yeah. So first of all, we really believe as an entrepreneur, when you see such demand and such success among the customers, you need to have the resources to double down. So this was our motivation where we did the last year's funding round, really as the backdrop of the launch of the execution management system at the end of calendar year 2020, but also a billion dollar with the 400 million equity and the revolving credit facility that we did very recently. Just having the resources to double down in our organic business, the innovation, the great work that our engineers are doing, and also building out the servicing infrastructure for the customers. And we're actually honored to have partners also like yourself and JP Morgan really helping us scale that, who believe in our vision and see there's so much to a potential and drive it forward. And I think uh, if you have a strong technology, you need to have also a strong technology team, customers, you need to also have a strong balance sheet and financial capacity simply to, to keep investing because there's plenty of opportunities where you can really get a very good return of investment. Oh, fantastic. So Bastian, thinking about our audience, I was wondering if I can ask you Looking back over the past 10 years, you guys have found it a fantastic success story. But was there anything where you sort of said, if I had the opportunity to dial back the clock, I would do things differently? Yeah, there's <laughs> obviously a lot of things. And what I often say to my teams is, if nothing breaks, we are probably not going fast enough. So that is, while we can be very happy and there's also a lot of luck that when you build such a technology company over time, there's many things that you could do differently. So I think what I would do differently is the cloud is just such a powerful way of serving the customers. In the early days, we worked on-premise also because the cloud was very in its baby's shoes in 2011 when we went out there. 
but then we had to transition over to the cloud, which was exactly the right thing. But if we would have had the ability to directly start there, probably the innovation would already be a few years down the road. You can't unwind the past, but this is something, if we could start from scratch again, I would probably completely double down in that regard. So, Bastian, maybe you could share some tips for new tech founders and talk a little bit about what you think the do's and don'ts really are. Yeah. So as a tech founder, I think it's super important, and I'm talking really about B2B, which is my area of expertise, that you find a problem that is really relevant for your customers and we can help them. So a close understanding what the customers are finding, the issues. So this can be obtained by, for example, working in consulting, doing internship, others, and working with the customers, iterating, but thinking beyond what is obviously on the surface, knowing the newest technologies. And there's so much exciting technology and stuff out there. I think this is really my key advice and not technology for the technology's sake, really with an aim of solving relevant business problems. Then in the actual execution, it's all about talent, finding great people that follow you, that have the vision, then can drive that. I think this is in the end, as an entrepreneur, you're only as good as the team that you are able to build. And actually, it's a big honor for us at Celone is about the, the team of Celonauts, more than 3,000 as of today, that we could assemble and have this relentless drive for innovation, for excellence for our customers. So building this from the first employee, and you cannot make any compromise, particularly in the early days, even today. So I think this is really my key advice is find relevant use cases with high value and build a strong team. Amazing. Well, let me say, Bastian, as I, as I wrap up the call, first of all, we are hugely proud and honored partnering with Celonis uh, and being on your side. It's really a pleasure working with you guys. And we are not only impressed, but really convinced that you will continue this massive growth journey. And, and we hope to continue to be part of that. With that, I'd like to really thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much for being on the program. It was fantastic speaking to you. No, Stefan, thank you very much. Really enjoyed it and very much looking forward to the conference. If you're enjoying this conversation, you can subscribe to What's the Deal, as well as our other podcasts to stay on top of the latest industry news and trends. Follow JP Morgan's Making Sense on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. This material was prepared by the Investment Banking Group of JP Morgan Securities, LLC, and not the firm's research department. It is for informational purposes only and is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase, sale, or tender of any financial instrument.